One of the things I can I can say is if you're if you're one of the men that are out there and you're and you're watching or you're listening to this, you know it's a. Uh, it's better to surrender and ask the Lord to be part of everything you do. I think about Romans 12, 1 and 12, 2 as um, offering our bodies a living sacrifice and renewing our mind. And I look at Revelation and they're doing both of them at the same time. They're doing both of it. So it's really, it's it's helping your spirit. I mean, when you work out, it's awesome because you, you get the, the benefits in your body. But when you bring Jesus into it, I mean, it's filling your spirit, you're getting fed, you're renewing your mind, you're doing all three at the same time. And that's what I, that's what I would like for them to see. And I, I, I my prayer, and, and I hope that more men would join up. It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> this is cool. This is where it's at. I mean, I mean this, I've never imagined I'd be here but there is no greater joy. There's so much peace and it's so much pleasure. I have so much passion. I mean, bringing Jesus in every area of your life and in the gym, yeah, we definitely need it. You know, you men need to come down from that fence, you know, and um, be the man that God called you to be, right? Stand up, rise up, take your stance, take your position and um, get to know the Lord, get to know your body, renew your mind. Be fully equipped, and I believe Revelation Wellness is a place to do it at. Okay, friends, you just heard from Sam Griffin, one of our Revelation Wellness instructors, as he encourages and challenges the men of Revelation Wellness to step out and come on mission with us to train our bodies and move in love. Registration is open now for Platoon 29. Be sure to sign up by July 26th to get the early bird discount. Swipe up on the show notes to get the link. We also think you're going to love this brand new Revving the Word with guest coach Savannah Dyer. She's going to lead you through an active recovery walk where you can have space to soak in the word while moving your body as she teaches on Luke 10 verses 38 to 42. If you've been thirsty for more of God, this one will leave you refreshed through the word. Thanks for being here with us and be sure to connect with us in all the places. And if you love this episode, please share it with a friend who needs to be encouraged today. Peace. Getting the playlist started in three, two, one, play. Well, hello, family and friends. Savannah here today, and I am so excited to bring you a Revving the Word today. I would love for you to go on a walk with me today, to go for a walk. So however you decide to move today, go ahead and start moving. Start moving in a way that feels just good and right and honoring to your body, your soul, and your spirit today. Just begin, if you're walking with me, just begin to recognize the way that you're feeling. Recognize how your body feels today. Go ahead and shake off, shake off the day, shake off whatever you need to let go of today. To start preparing your heart for what the Lord has for you. Hallelujah. 
You can begin to do some shoulder circles. I've got one response. Neck circles. Take some nice big breaths. Breathing in through your entire being, filling up your belly. And then do an audible exhale out. I just love moving with you today. As I, as you are moving, I am moving. And we get to do this together. We get to walk with Jesus today. We get to open our hearts, fix our gaze, lift our eyes, and breathe and hopefully feel lighter after this. So God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this time and space that we are in. Thank you for the atmosphere that we are in today, that we get to walk, we get to move, and we get to breathe you in. As we breathe today, God, would you fill up every part of our body, that you would fill our lungs, that you would fill, just fill us up, God, fill us up with all that you have for us today. And I declare healing over us as we move today, as we worship in our movement and we worship you God we bring you all that we have all that we are we bring it to you today any heaviness any tension we release it to you God and come and fill us up come and teach us today we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen. And praise you again and again. So today, we are going to be in the Gospels, the Gospel of Jesus. We get to learn about Him. So whatever you are doing, just posture your heart to learn from Jesus today. And we're going to start with just gratitude, thanking Him. Thank Him for who He is in your life. Thank Him for what He has done. Just spend a little bit of time here, even speaking it out loud. Speak out loud what you are thankful for today. Isn't it just like heaven When you walk into the room There's not a thing that's hidden And every eye is on you Can't get enough of your presence It's the perfect point of Thank you, God. Isn't it just like Thank you for these good bodies like that can move Thank you for being with us, for never leaving us, for going before us, going with us. 
Yeah, just tell him. Continue to tell him. Continue to shout your praise. So as I read to you, we're going to be in John, Luke, and Matthew. I'm just going to read some scriptures over you as we renew our minds. We walk and we renew our minds. And as you hear these scriptures, I want you to ask yourself, what does this teach me about God? All that we learned today, what does it teach you? about God. What is he teaching you? So in John, we're going to start in John. And this is just a little appetizer. We've got an appetizer here. It's a taste. A taste of who he is. A taste of what he's going to do. In John 7, 37 where it talks about rivers of living water. In verse 37, it says, On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And we're going to be in this we're gonna highlight the thirsty, come and drink. So today, come thirsty. Come thirsty for God. Come thirsty for who Jesus is in your life. We are thirsty, God, and today we are coming. We come, we come to you, we come to you to learn, we come to you to get filled up and we get to drink. We get to drink. We get to drink of his goodness today. So that is our appetizer. That is your appetizer today to be thirsty. You show up and you're thirsty, you're parched. And we're gonna come to the living water. We're gonna come to the water and we're gonna thirst and we're gonna drink out of the water that fills us up. The living water that fills us with life, truth, love, and all of who he is, that is what we get to do. He stood up and cried out. So imagine him crying out to you today crying out to you today, are you thirsty? Come, he says, come and drink. So that is your appetizer today. God, we are thirsty. We are thirsty for you. And today we come and we drink. We drink of what he's teaching you today. Drink it up. 
Let it soak in every part of your body. Let it fill you up today to be full of Holy Spirit. Let him move within you. Yes, open your heart to a posture of worship. Fix your gaze, look around you. Take a look at your atmosphere. Take a, take a scan and a look of how you're feeling. Pay attention to the way that you feel. Any sensations happening in your body. How is he moving in you? How is he coming in and filling you up? How is he changing your posture, changing your gaze, opening your sight, removing the veil from your eyes and being able to see and hear his goodness. Today, we are receiving the health of heaven. The health of heaven is coming upon you. It's coming upon your family, your home, your body. Receive the health of heaven today. In Luke 10 38 through 42 this is gonna be our main course so now we get to get ready for your main course this is what you ordered what do you what do you what's the cry of your heart today let him know speak it out loud What's your prayer? What is the cry of your heart? What do you desire to receive today? Let him hear it. Luke 10, 38-42 is about Martha and Mary, two women that Jesus gets to call up, and he's calling you up today as well. It says, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village. And a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. 
but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Martha and Mary, sisters of Lazarus, and this is the same Mary who anointed Jesus with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. Now in the first century world of Jesus, sitting at the feet is a Jewish idiom. We're gonna kind of be unpacking some idioms used today. So sitting at the feet. In the first century world of Jesus, when a rabbi came to your house, he would teach. He would sit at his, he would sit and his disciples would sit around him. A rabbi would enter in and come to a posture, a seated posture, being seated in a place of authority. Seated. Sitting at the feet, meaning that you are a disciple of the rabbi. If you sit at the feet, you are a disciple. Jesus allowed women to sit at his feet. And so Mary was a disciple of Jesus. It says, and she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. She sat at his feet. She was a disciple of Jesus. This is how my heart has been defined. She listened to his teaching. So today, this is what we get to do. We get to come and sit at the feet of Jesus. We get to be his disciple. You, my friend, are a disciple of Jesus. What does that look like for you? What does this passage teach you about God. Imagine him entering your home, entering where you are. Would we be busy serving or doing or striving or taking care and trying to do all the things or would we come and sit at his feet? 
Listen to these lyrics. The one who knows me best is the one who loves me most. Just imagine that, let that sink in. God knows everything about you. He knows you inside and out. He knows exactly what we would do. He knows our heart. And he loves you the most. He knows you the best and he loves you the most. Drink that up, my friends. Drink that truth up. That he desires for you to come and sit at his feet. He desires for you to come to him. To come to him when we have so many other things in our life. So many things pulling on us, so many distractions that we get to come. That is a posture of rest. Rest is his promise. That is what we get as our inheritance, as disciples of Jesus. He brings us into a posture of rest. You are his beloved, the one the Father loves, and his mercy has defeated all shame. Let this fill you up. Let the word of the Lord, let his presence come to you now and fill you up. Open your heart to him. Fix your gaze upon Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Imagine Jesus walking with you. Imagine him holding your hand. Imagine him leading you. Where is he leading you today? Where is he calling you into?
Maybe he's calling you higher. He's calling you to look up, to hope. Check in with your body. How are you feeling? Relax. Let go of tension. What is this teaching you about God? Letting him lift you up. Jesus lifts us up. He is restoring us to a place of honor. There was a big culture of shame in the first century of Jesus. A big culture of shame. Especially in women. And he would enter in and allow, welcome, encourage women to sit at his feet, to be his disciple. He would lift them out of their shame, restoring them to a place of honor. And that is what he is doing to you today, friends. That is what Jesus does. That is what entering the presence of the Father does. He is removing all the guilt, all the shame, all the anxiety and worry and fear. It is gone in Jesus' name and he lifts you higher, restoring you to a place of honor. Jesus meets us right where we are. He is with you today. He meets you right where you are. He says, come, come right now. Right where you, you are. He is our physician. The sick need a physician. We are in need of him. We are in need of the one who knows us most and the one who loves us best, no matter what, his love never fails. Jesus meets us right where we are, but he never leaves us there. So he will come to you. He says, Jesus stood up and cried, if anyone thirst, who thirsts today? Who is it? Who is in need? Who is thirsty? Raise your hand, friends. I am today. I am thirsty, God. I know that I cannot do this alone. I am thirsty. I am thirsty for you. I am thirsty for more of you. Let him come. He says, come and drink. Come and drink. And when we do that, we come and we drink. We don't get to stay stuck. He, that's how he doesn't leave us there. He doesn't leave us thirsty. He doesn't leave us parched. And his filling up, his drink may look different 
than what we think. So we can come to him and say, I'm still thirsty because that's not what I thought. Wait. <laughs> It's like we come to him wanting our order, right? This is my order. But he brings us something else. But guess what, friends? That what he's bringing you is better. And it's not in our timing. It is in his timing. So we wait. And what do we do while we wait? We praise. We praise him. We praise him as we wait. So give him shouts of praise. Praise him. Praise him in your movement. However you're moving today. He has the living water. The living water better than anything we could ask for, any, better than anything we could come up with and do on our own. So he's speaking to Martha. Martha, who was distracted with much serving. So today, God, we bring you our distractions. Right now, we bring our distractions and lay it at your feet. Even good distractions, we lay it at the altar. Even our good things can be distractions. So as you're moving right now, ask God, ask him, what are the distractions in my life that are keeping me from sitting at your feet? What are the distractions that I need to release and let go of today? Lay them down. You can even say, say your distraction and release it. I release it now in Jesus name release the distractions and as Martha went up to Jesus and she said Lord do you not care do you not care God how many times do we say that or feel that or think that do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone I'm alone She's thinking she's alone doing all the work herself. Oh, friends, can we come higher? Can we see the truth? She says, tell her to help me. Tell her then to help me. And this is Martha who is in right there with Jesus. She's right there with Jesus. But you guys, we right now, we have the living God living in us. Living in us. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. 
you are anxious and troubled about many things. Anxious and troubled. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen a good portion, a good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So today we choose the main course, the portion, the good portion. We feast on the good portion. We feast today on the portion of sitting at the Lord's feet. Being his disciple. So many times we can think that being his disciple means doing all the work. I don't know about you, but to me, I am such a doer. I love to work. I I would probably be Mar Martha in this instance. Always working. But this is one thing that the Lord let me let go of. Where I let go of. When I became his disciple, when I said, when I gave my yes to him and said, yes, I am ready to sit at your feet. I am here to be your disciple. Teach me, God. Teach me. This was actually one of the first things that I released, that I let go of, was trying to make my home look perfect all the time, cleaning and working and being the best hostess, making sure that if anyone comes over to my home, it's gotta look spotless. Or it's like nobody lives here. It's like trying to impress whoever comes over to my home Oh, but I heard the Lord and Jesus say, Oh, daughter, can you let that go? Can you release it? Can you be? Just be the beloved. Come and sit at my feet. Come and spend time with me. Because, hey, that can be a good distraction. Cleaning your home is not bad. <laughs> but I never want it to take away from time that I can spend with Jesus. Time that I can come and sit at his feet. Sit at his feet and let him speak to me, let him teach me, guide me. If you are anxious and troubled, anything going on in your life, release it to him right now. Don't leave this time together without just learning more about him, learning who he is, and coming away feeling lighter, feeling refreshed, feeling full, full from this good, good portion. And I love this, Martha, Martha, he says, when God calls a person's name twice, he is getting ready to change their life. He's inviting Martha 
to come and sit. Come and sit, Martha. Come and sit. Put your name in there. Imagine, even hear him saying your name twice. Speaking your name. And know he is getting ready to change your life, inviting you into more. Hear him call your name. Fix your gaze upon Jesus right now. Imagine him calling your name twice. So this is our main course. Our main course, our portion, our good portion is coming and sitting at his feet. This is where we get to learn. This is where he teaches us. And we get to soak it all in. There's nothing special or extra that you need to do. Just come, come. And you've already done it. You push play and you're doing this right now. You have come. Continue to come. Continue to posture your heart to come to his feet, sitting at his feet, being his disciple. And don't disqualify yourself. No disqualification of why you cannot be his disciple. Say yes to him. You say yes to him. Believe in the Father that he sent Jesus. He sent his son to die for you, to die on the cross, to die a death so that you can be forgiven, so that you can receive forgiveness. You can receive the Father by saying yes to Him. You are my good portion. I am no longer going to go and try to fill up, be distracted and all the other things. But today, today, I declare, I say yes. And I come to sit at the feet of Jesus. being his disciple today. Receive it. Receive it. On the mountain, in the valley, when the storm All right, are you ready for your dessert? <laughs> Our dessert is in Matthew 11. 28 through 30. One of my favorite scriptures. No, of course I put it as dessert because dessert's my favorite. I love dessert. Sometimes I just want to have dessert for dinner. <laughs> and I, any day would I skip an appetizer and go, go for the dessert. But today we get to have it all 
because that's what it looks like in the kingdom of God. We get to feast on all of the goodness. We get to feast. There's no lack. There is no lack in the kingdom. You get to have it all, friends. You get to have an appetizer, the main course, and the dessert. Plus, we're drinking the whole time, drinking the living water. Let his living water continue to fill you up. That's our drink for today. That is our portion. So our dessert is when the Father revealed, he, when the Father is revealed in the Son. The scripture says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He's leading you. His love is leading you. So this first part of this verse again he's saying come come to me I notice a theme here to come where do we go where do I go when you're lost when you don't know your way where do you go right here he says come Jesus says come to me come to me and this first section it says it is a promise. It is a promise that when we come to him, he says, I will give you rest. Come to me and I will give you rest. Hold on to that promise, friends, knowing that when you come, you get to enter in to rest. Come to me all who are weary and burdened. So all of us, Always, all of us, when you are weary, when you are tired, your body, does your body get tired? Come to him. Does your heart feel anxious? Sometimes you feel anxious or worried or burdened. Come to him. And here's another idiom. Take my yoke upon you. With power to save, with power a yoke is another Jewish idiom. A rabbi's yoke is the collection of his teachings, his theologies, and perspectives on scripture. So Jesus is saying right here, take my teachings upon you and learn from me. 
for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. We get to learn from him and that's what we've done today. That's what we're doing. And he says, I am gentle and humble in heart. So it's who he is. It is who he is in his being, his character. The character of Jesus is gentle and humble. He is not harsh. He is not critical. He doesn't condemn. But he is gentle. He is humble. He restores us to a place of honor. His kindness is what leads us to repentance. And he says, for my yoke, for my teachings, my teachings, my perspectives, my way is easy. It's easy. And my burden is light. So that is my prayer over you today that you would enter into this rest. Jesus is saying, take on my teachings, take on my perspectives, and let me show you who God is. Let me show you what it's like to walk with God. Let him show you right now. Let him show you and fill you with hope. Thank you, God. Thank you for teaching us today. Thank you for being a safe place, a safe place, gentle and humble, a safe place for us to come, for us to come, for us to drink, for us to come thirsty and hungry, for all that you are, all that you give. God, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
you broke the bread I saw the holes in your hands How did I not see Son of God yet son of man 